This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you on Sunday, August 20, 2023. Kingsman, the golden circle of friends with benefits, a wonderful life as we know it could happen to you only live twice in a lifetime. Cop and a half. Nelson of Rambo, first blood, part two for the road. <laughs> <laughs> We were supposed to be at Dynasty Typewriter today, but L.A. got hit by a tropical storm in August. What? Um, it's true. Uh, so we had to regroup because I'll get into this in a second, but I'll just say for now that uh, the storm has been a bit of a letdown when it comes to 
uh, massive storms. But we're doing the show uh, on Zoom. And uh, thank you for making the adjustment to my guests, Guy Branham, Renan Hirschberg, and Ricky Lindholm. Hello. 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 Thanks for having me. <laughs> Let's meet each of you individually and alphabetically by first name, which in this case, uh, you're still in the same order, uh, <laughs> whichever way we do it. Uh, so we'll start with Guy Branham. Hey, Guy. Hello, Doug. Um, I just want to say this is the first time we're talking since you subjected me to Cool as Ice, and I am still just, you know, reveling in that experience. Thank you so much. It was um, it was kind of like going to church that night because I had never taken the time to watch Cool as Ice. And it was the movie that was selected at the Benson Movie Interruption. Partially my excitement for it was because I had never really sat through it before. The other movies were things I, I think I'd seen before, some of the other options. But uh, I was just going to say a thank you for coming to that show and uh, killing it. Uh, you know, with just the right enthusiasm for the, the movie, but also, uh, you know, trash talking the hell out of it. Oh, I mean, it was dumb, but it was kind of a better movie than I thought it would be. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think part of it, though, is that it, there's a lot of, um, you know, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of weird gaps in the dialogue, like the, the pacing of it's very slow. And I think everybody, all of us yelling our jokes uh, in between the uh, lines of dialogue really filled it all in nicely. It was pure delight. <laughs> uh, we're going to do it again. The next uh, Benson movie interruption at Dynasty Typewriter is on uh, September 10th. Uh, one more thing, Guy Branham. How is, the, uh, how is this alleged storm treating you so far? You know, I was really expecting more things crashing through my windows. I mean, I, I love any opportunity to hunker down and be cozy. Um, but, <laughs> you know, I I canceled a drag brunch for this. And it really feels like I, I probably could have watched drag without anyone's genitals being blown out of, you know, the places where they are tucked. Yeah, I think that the... Um... <laughs> You look out the window now, and it's just like, oh, a rainy day in L.A. I mean, it's August, so that's weird, but it's also not cold out. You know, it's a tropical thing. So yeah. uh, I I assume it's going to get worse, but they, they keep uh, backing off of their initial uh, claims of how much rain it would be. So we'll see where we end up. Just to be safe, I booked a guest who I assume is on the East Coast, Renan Hirschberg, everybody. How's it going, man? It's good, yeah. I'm in New York, so uh, it's actually a really nice day here. I feel I feel bad. I feel guilty. <laughs> it's like perfect. It's, this is this is not that bad at all. To, to it, be honest it, with you, it, it tapered <laughs> out. Yeah. Well, also though, it is it is a lot of rain for LA to get in one day, mm -hmm. so the roads are going to suck and the drivers are going to. But suck that's good. Even more. Rain is is good there, right? According to China, we need it. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. very much need it, but not all at once. Not all at once, right? Because then yeah. people die. A couple drops at a time, please. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you for uh, sacrificing a nice day to be uh, inside for an hour. Uh, it's, it's what i do best is okay. sacrifice nice days to be inside <laughs> it's really one I of my 
my Most comedians are good at it. It's true. <laughs> and um, also joining us from her home is Ricky Lindholm. Hello. Hi, Doug. <laughs> I was doing sound check. I was marveling at how natural and and great your microphone sounds. And that, again, just I was startled like I thought you were in the room with me <laughs> when you said hello. Because you also oh, nice. said it quietly, but we could hear you so clearly. Oh, good. Wow. Yeah. It's a, it's a blue Yeti. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, Can I just say that Guy is my favorite podcast guest ever? Like every time he's on a podcast that I listen to, I just laugh and love it. So stop. It's so true. You are on a lot of podcasts I love and I love when you're on there. So I got excited when I found out you were going to be. Hey, if I listen to podcasts, I would laugh at everyone Renan is on. And, uh, <laughs> I, was, I was lacking a compliment there. Really yeah, curious. I, I appreciate it. For you, buddy, but I only I have one favorite. Sorry. <laughs> you're like, Ronan's mic fucking sucks. <laughs> Very sad he was on this. Ricky's just amazing <laughs> oh my god with your oh um <laughs> my question for you ricky is this your child's first hurricane yeah he's really excited <laughs> no I... you got you got to watch the weather channel and uh, keeping up with what's going on i like fully just turned into a mom i got so much food and water and i, <laughs> I have a fridge full of water i don't know i i just got very scared when i normally wouldn't have been i'm such a mom now i don't know what happened what well, does do. he do when, <laughs> what does he do when you're in the podcast closet? He's downstairs with my parents. Oh, perfect. Yes. He's so, so funny if you're like, he's outside right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just I love being a mom. He's, he's right here. I duct taped his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I just love being a mom. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't be able to be in the room with you without having stuff to say, right? He's getting a little verbal. Oh yeah. Well, remember when he came to the last one that I did? Mm -hmm. He yeah. was backstage and he just like melted down <laughs> he's screaming in the alley <laughs> oh okay well <laughs> i'm glad we didn't have to put that was part of the reason why i was quick to uh go along with the idea of canceling today is i i thought you would be like probably uh bringing your young child with you to the uh, show and that that just seems awful to uh <laughs> get a kid in and out of a car in the rain <laughs> <laughs> That's just terrible. So we, we ditched that. Uh, we avoided that circumstance. But before we play some games today, I'd like to stroll through Recommendation Nation. That's where I ask each one of my guests to recommend one movie. It can be old, new, borrowed, blue. I don't care. Uh, but it just has to come from you and you alone. Guy Branham, what do you got for us? What can you recommend for people to see? Okay, so I've been reading Sarah Polly's book, um, Run Towards the Danger, and in it there is a big, meaty essay about how uh, Terry Gilliam almost killed her repeatedly on the set of The Adventures of Baron Munchausen, mm -hmm. and it is sort of like a larger contemplation of should we have child actors? But then I went and rewatched The Adventures of Baron Munchausen, and goddamn is The Adventures of Baron Munchausen good. Like, it is just so beautiful, all practical effects. It's so silly and magical. Is it worth putting that many people in danger? No. <laughs> um, but it is like, you know, and, and Polly has come out and been very vocal about saying, you know, the experiences that I talk about don't mean you can't love that movie. Uh, and she talks about watching it with her daughter and, and processing it in that way. 
Um, but it like, it, you know, it is just such a, an amazing piece of film craftsmanship of a sort that we do not make anymore. No, it's wild that Terry Gilliam, I mean, obviously he's a bit of a madman, but it's, it just really worked out so strangely that someone who's clearly so gifted at filmmaking and when he, when everything fell into place for him, his movies would be amazing. Uh, that, that, that he had, you know, several films where just everything went to shit and was just an absolute disaster. Well, it's interesting because like, I think that like Oppenheimer has put me on a path of reviewing so many of these movies. Like I rewatched Amadeus about this idea of sort of like, you know, white male genius, this thing that we love making movies about that I'm tired of us making movies about, but hearing Polly process this idea of like, what we put up with because of the idea that this guy is like, you know, a mad genius. Um, and then, you know, the what she tries to do as a filmmaker to make a space where people do not feel like they might die. <laughs> Just emotionally. I mean, she's got some really gut-wrenching stuff in her films. Yeah. So she's taking it another way. I also think as an actress... She's not only is she terrific in that movie Go, which is a comedy, but then she's also uh, great in that Dawn of the Dead remake uh, that she was mm. the lead uh, running from zombies person. Uh, Sarah Polly, ladies and gentlemen. A <laughs> <laughs> right little, little tribute to her. Um, okay, so that's a great pick. Uh, Renan, what are you, uh, what are you thinking I, uh... about? I've been uh, I've been rewatching a lot of stuff lately, and I, I was on the plane the other day, and I, I rewatched uh, Pan's Labyrinth, Ooh, and I was just bawling at the end. I was just like sobbing uncontrollably next to a a, a middle aged man and a child, and uh, it was uh, I, I I mean I always liked that movie, but rewatching I was like this is I feel like this is one of the greatest movies ever. Did you uh, did you have a strong did you have an emotional reaction to uh, Guillermo's uh, Pinocchio? Um, no, but I also haven't seen it, so that that's <laughs> <laughs> that's not a fault of his own. I, <laughs> I have yes, felt nothing, but I, I have yet to see it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I felt nothing about it, but to be fair, I have not watched it. Um, I, I mean, I love him. Uh, I, I want to. Yeah. Wa- I'm going to watch it at some point. Um, but uh, I love him. I love Nightmare Alley. Um, but yeah, Pan's Labyrinth is just uh, it's just such a heartbreaker. You it's, know, uh, it's a pretty uh, intense uh, fairy tale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those movies where like only he can, only someone like him could like make a beautiful fairy tale world, but also perfectly show like the brutality. Oh, of like reality like, and evil and it's just like there's, yeah there's no uh in the Guillermo del Toro movie there's no pulling the knife out quickly <laughs> yeah, yeah it exactly. always has to get shaken around <laughs> you know <laughs> just oh he just really he really manages to have beautiful imagery and storytelling but then also uh I don't think he has a single movie maybe the Pacific Rim, I think is the only movie where, where he doesn't have <laughs> yeah. some image where I have I, I look away when it happens, but it's still burned into me. It is funny that he made Pacific Rim, which I thought was so kind of like mindless, <laughs> and then like, uh, you know, Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. I just think is one of the great like 
I don't know. Classic. It fits in with his move towards not working with like, human actors on, <laughs> yeah, on real sets. So. <laughs> you know. I, I do love that we have go-to actors for does this movie involve people with horns? It's like, do we have to get someone horns? Call Del Toro. He's not available. Where's Julie Taymor? Right. <laughs> and also it's like Adventures of Baron Manchester. There's like a kid and also like a fantasy world kind of falling in that theme. Yeah. No uh, pressure, Ricky, like but a, we have a pattern here. Terrific. <laughs> it's a terrific double bill, and I'm sure that uh, Ricky uh, has another great movie to add to it. Well, the movie that I just saw is kind of Sarah Polly's worst nightmare. It's that movie Sisu. Oh, oh have you seen that? <laughs> oh gosh, it was it was good. It was very violent, but I uh, like. How is it? How is that spelled? S i s u. It's like a Finnish movie. Yeah, yeah. It like played in theaters mm-hmm. uh, for a moment, and uh, I, you know, Pat Oswalt was raving about it. So I'm like, oh, this is gonna be violent. It's really violent, <laughs> but really good. <laughs> um, what else can you tell us about it without giving anything away? Well, it's a, a older gentleman in Finland uh, trying to get past the Nazis when the war is okay. ending. So that's all you, know, yeah, you that's want him all to I win. Need to hear. Yeah. He's, he's older. He's like, you know, maybe not in the best of health and he needs to get home and pass the Nazis. And he, you know, he, yeah, he I get a lot it of now. people. Yeah. I get, I get the, uh, you know, simple premise. It's, it's exciting to watch somebody do terrible things to Nazis. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's what Nazis are good for. You can have like a brutal revenge movie and no one feels bad for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like even and he in the, gets the women brothers. involved, all the women that are captured, <laughs> they they get to do bad things to Nazis. It's great. Even in the Blues Brothers, when uh, they uh, almost run over some Nazis on a bridge, uh, you know, and all the Nazis jump into the water. Right, everyone. Yeah. It is like for a moment there. It is like, oh, if they hit these Nazis, they're they're just driving. They're just murdering Nazis. Like, <laughs> you know, it's a good thing that bridge was over a you know nice little uh, watering spot watering hole (laughs) so instead you just had a bunch of angry nazis instead of you know all those lawsuits that could have come from it um sizu where do you think uh it's too bad ciso isn't a channel anymore (laughs) sizu on sizu it'd be fun to see sizu on sizu (laughs) um but how did you see sizu ricky itunes i think oh okay yeah all right well, that is really that's going to be interesting to see. Uh, I, you know, I take all three movies that people recommend and I put them on the Douglas movies, uh, formerly Twitter, now that other thing uh, account, and then um, you know, just do a fun little poll. But this, like, this is like I think people that like these movies would be passionate about them, and people who haven't seen them just seeing them lumped together like this. If you haven't seen one of these three, I haven't seen Sisu. Uh, so I'm going to check that one out. All right. Thank you for the Rex. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, Cause I gotta, you know, I gotta check the perimeter for leaks because of this <laughs> torrential rain. We'll be right back. Welding instructor, Alex declare knows VR training platforms like forge FX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. 
New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. We are back, and my home is in ship shape shape. <laughs> so, nothing to worry about there. Is everybody else nice and dry still? Yep, still in my closet. <laughs> so you wouldn't even know if there was an issue of nope. any kind, really, because nope. it's probably very, uh, it's almost probably like a uh, bomb shelter in there. Mm-hmm. I feel like a real sucker. Going. Everyone else is just like it, hiding in shelter and I'm just wasting <laughs> a beautiful day. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so weird. Like, even if it wasn't uh, being, even if we weren't warned, there was going to be like, you know, a potential hurricane. It's still just, uh, you know, in L.A., the rain just sort of comes and goes. We usually don't get like three days of buildup to this like we have. So everybody was able to just, you know, make arrangements to just blow off whatever they had to do today. Like so many people got out of picnics and 5Ks that they didn't want to do. <laughs> I mean, uh, is this is this calling for a crash remake where it just L.A. has to contemplate it rains like where everyone's <laughs> life is upset in Los Angeles because it rains. It's a, I mean, and it's this crazy light, warm rain right now. So it's like I'm, I'm kind of mystified by, uh, you know, I don't like to get in with all those conspiracy theorists that the, say that, the, you know, the government says that the weather's going to be bad so that, to get people to stay home because I don't see the hurt in people staying home for any reason, really. Uh, you know, yeah, if you have a home, it's nice to be able to stay in it. Okay. Let's play a game. It's one that I just came up with, and it's called One Direction. I will start with Guy Branham. Mm-hmm. I will name two actors, and you will tell me multiple choice you'll tell me if they were in a movie together that had the word north in the title okay or the word (laughs) south you see where this is going yes or east or west so you have four options okay these two actors were in one movie that has one of those four in the title if you miss it then we go to run on and then if he misses it we go to ricky Anytime someone gets run right, the next person gets to go first on the next one. Okay. Um, this first one, guy. Uh, <laughs> Rosano Brazzi and Mitzi Gaynor. Oh, that's South Pacific. So South. Is it? Yes, it is. is. It? Okay. <laughs> that is correct. Guy Branham came to play. I can't think of hardly anyone who's a regular on this show who would have just blurted out, oh, that's South Pacific. (laughs) I mean, Doug, you you opened with giving the gay guy a Mitzi Gaynor option. Like, I I have no idea who Rosano Brazzi was until Mitzi Gaynor as my compass directed me towards him. Exactly. You know that you met him on uh, uh, some enchanted evening. <laughs> you will find a stranger. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that guy. I don't know how he gets top billing over the lady washing all the men out of her hair. But that's from 
the motion picture South Pacific. Renan, are you ready for yours? Can mine be tailored for my Judaism? Like <laughs> Judd Hirsch, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> um, I try not to tailor anything to anyone. I, you know, I try to write these games without thinking about who's playing. But, okay. Uh, Sometimes you know <laughs> the, the the you know the subconscious does what it wants to do. Um, so for this one, you have to tell me east, west, north, or south for uh, the pairing of James Dean and Raymond Massey. James Dean and Raymond Massey. I guess I'm yeah. going to go with East of Eden. That is also Woo! correct. <laughs> we got some super geniuses on hand today. I can't it was tough. This. It was I, tough. I had three James Dean movies to pick from. I know, right? Well, just that you even know that much about James Dean. Rebel without a, a north. giant. <laughs> <laughs> I can I barely beat you to it. Um, <laughs> all right. So, Ricky, these yeah. two gentlemen, oh, man. they really uh, knocked it out of the park, but. I, I feel like I wrote these for for each of you now that I look at this third yep. one. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Aubrey Plaza and Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, Ingrid Goes West. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a TV game show where they just write questions that they think the guests will know. <laughs> and the writers get points taken away if the, somebody misses a question. That's Because that is... That is wild how uh, how that worked out. Uh, so we got to go to a tiebreaker. <laughs> this is and, like the uh, what's that dating game? It's like you do know us so well, match whatever. Yeah. I did not. I did not plan for this this way, but it really worked out. Um, but uh, the tiebreaker and this goes to guy first so if you get this you you win this game you know you don't win anything really but you get to go first in the next game so guy um elijah wood and bruce willis that is the major motion picture north by rob reiner roger Ebert hated, is... hated 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 that movie <laughs> <laughs> he sure did he said um uh... Oh shoot! No, I'm thinking of a different movie now. But <laughs> there, there was a movie where, where uh, uh, Roger Ebert said that uh, uh, that if Harry Dean stands in a movie, it, it can't be all bad. But then there was some movie that he was in. He goes, but in this case, I'll make an exception. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I can't remember what movie it was. I was just watching it the other day and laughing about that uh, that review. Anyway. Uh, yes, North was a very uh, critically pan motion picture, perhaps best known for its uh, the fact that Bruce Willis is a, a, a I guess he's an imaginary bunny. <laughs> he wears oh, yeah, like a bunny a costume. Yeah, and uh, you know it's just one of those misfiery things. You know, like they put Julia Louis Dreyfus and and Jason Alexander were in it because Seinfeld was super popular, and uh, just didn't work out. That would probably be a good uh, movie, maybe to uh, bring to a movie interruption. Oh, and Rob uh, Reiner hated it. He made it. Oh, but guys, you said he like hated it afterwards, or Roger Ebert gave it. Oh, like, Roger Ebert. Oh, I, I yeah, thought you said the director, the Rob Reiner. Like, I thought you said he ended up hating it, which I was like, well, should have known by the script. Too fond of it, I wouldn't say. <laughs> 
Yeah. I, oh, you man. know, maybe he thinks it was a home run that was misjudged and underappreciated. Mm-hmm. But I just, I can't even remember. I just remember hardly being able to sit through it. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just one of those movies is just such a swing and a miss that it's uh, frustrating. Because mm-hmm. Rob Reiner, for, for a minute there, uh, he had like four or five comedies in a row that were like, you know, Pantheon, like kind of perfect movies. The best yeah. streak. And he had Misery. Misery. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then the when best. he went off course a little bit, he's still a good, solid director. But then he just started started peppering in things that I, I didn't particularly enjoy. And that's what matters. Um, <laughs> uh, but also a great guy in terms of uh, he's really out there uh, fighting the fight politically. He's like, yeah. he really is uh, like his character in All in the Family. Like he's mm-hmm. ha- happy to argue with uh, people. He has, he has interesting range. He's like, I will only do two things, rom-coms or Stephen King adaptations. <laughs> <laughs> Right, that was the other interesting. Uh, like, just keep making those Stephen King things. Just goes back and forth. He should take a crack at another one, you know. Instead mm-hmm. of like, I think the last movie of his I saw was just like Kate Hudson and Luke Wilson sitting around writing a book. Yeah, it was sounds like a mix. That sounds like the mix of the two, Stephen King and rom com. <laughs> <laughs> she keeps on interrupting him, and he goes crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, congratulations, uh, Guy, for ruining that one. That was a real squeaker. Um, did either, did Guy, you knew it was Ingrid Goes West? Yes. And uh, did, did you, did you uh, Ricky, did you know it was North? I knew all of them except for North, which I've never heard of. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little Elijah Wood, like when he was a kid actor. Is uh, I think his name in the movie is North. Uh, I think, but yeah, I don't remember it that well. Okay, uh, we got to take another break. But when we come back, we're gonna play a game that uh, is, it's an old game that I came up with a new version of that I just love, and I'll spring it on everybody after these words. We are back, and um, Guy Branham gets to go first in our next game. And uh, what does this say? <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's just a segue that I hastily scribbled down. All this rain. See, when I wrote this, it was supposed to be really raining right now. <laughs> it's still barely coming down. I was also seriously worried about any one of us getting our power, you know, our Internet taken down and mm-hmm. uh and then, you know, the whole thing falling apart, but it hasn't been an issue and I, I don't think it will be, but I still want to play because of all this rain, all this alleged rain. I want to play a game called Purple Rain Man. <laughs> and this is a game where, uh, as you can imagine from the title, the answer in every round is a mashup title of two movie titles that uh, share a common uh, sound syllable or word uh, in the middle so you can mash them up. And uh, so like with Purple Rain Man, uh, you would say that the uh, top-billed person in the first movie is Prince and the top-billed person in the second movie is Dustin Hoffman. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to start with the third-billed people. So I'm going to tell you the two people that are third-billed a uh, guy's going to um, get to go first, uh, and, and then we'll flip, flip the order, go to Ricky, and then to 
Renan and um, if nobody gets it, which you know could happen, these are tough. Uh, then I'll give you the second build, people. So now you have two people from each movie to try to figure it out. And if nobody gets it on that, then everybody will get a shot at the first build, people. And the uh, basically, it's the same deal as the last game. If somebody gets one right, the next person uh, goes first on the next one. Any questions? Nope. No. Sounds hard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It is very hard. They've been doing it a uh, similar thing to it on uh, Jeopardy, and I've you know I've openly accused them of stealing it from me. <laughs> but um, I, I do love it. I do love trying to figure out the uh, the two titles. You know, they'd give clues about each of the movies, and then you figure out you know what the mm -hmm. mashed mashed up title is. Oh, I think they even call it movie mashup. But anyway, this is Purple Rain Man, and Guy, you are up first. Okay. Can you think of two films that would mash together uh, with third build actors Cameron Diaz and Michael Angarano? Um uh I can I'm going to guess there's something about Mary full of grace, because I did oh. not I recognize the second person. <laughs> I mean that is a slam dunk guess, but no, that is not that is not correct. Let's go. Can I ask a question, to Ricky? With a question. Uh, are you saying the names in the order that the movies are? Mm -hmm. Okay, got it. And what? Okay, so it's Cameron Diaz and Michael. Uh, uh, so yeah, so he was right to like uh, a Cameron Diaz movie started his title, but then uh, once he finished it. I ruled incorrect. Oh, geez. I got nothing. Okay. Do you have anything run on? What is it? I can't hear the, the second name. What is the actor? Michael Angarano. Michael Angarano? He was I'm in... A... I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know, so I'll just guess. Gangs of New York, New York. See, oh. that is how this game is played. Yeah. That would have been a miracle pull if you had been correct. Yeah. But that's incorrect. So we're mm -hmm. back to Guy, and he gets two more names. Can I just first say, Renan, what a great pull for... I am scraping my brain trying to figure out situations where Cameron Diaz would be third build. And, like, truly, <laughs> Gangs of New York is a very good pull. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. No, that's, that one was exactly right. I totally forgot about the third build thing, so I wasn't thinking about that, but <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> he just picked a uh, I forgot that whole Diaz part. movie out of Bill the Butcher's hat. But you're right. I guess that is that was <laughs> would have been smart of me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guy. Uh second build in these movies. So we have Cameron Diaz and Michael Angarano, and then we add uh, Penelope Cruz in the first film and Kelly Preston in the second one. Oh, um, Cameron, uh, oh, um, okay, so it's Vanilla Sky, um, and uh, oh, Vanilla Sky, is it called Sky High? Vanilla Sky High. 
That is correct. <laughs> you figured it out. Oh my gosh, that's hard. Wow, that is impressive. <laughs> well, you know, once you get the vanilla sky part, I, I, I you were so confident, you blurted it out because if you didn't come up with the second half, you would have helped the next person immensely. Yes. Um, but sky high indeed, because first build, of course, in vanilla sky is Tom Cruise and top build in sky high is kurt russell mm. who is fourth build in vanilla sky <laughs> all right he's a cop yeah so that's fun <laughs> <laughs> i thought he was a shrink uh, oh man yeah, that's right he's a shrink underrated movie at movie so weird maybe he was a, a shrink that was also no, no, no you're right yeah you're right you're right <laughs> <laughs> i want to make clear that i saw sky high in the theaters um, there's an underrated movie, I think. Wow, I want to make it clear. I've never seen or heard of Sky High. Likewise. <laughs> well, Sky High is my I... north for Ricky. Yeah. I've yeah, never heard me, of that. Um, let me drop some names for you that are in Sky High. In, in addition to the aforementioned Kurt Russell and Kelly Preston as married superheroes with a son played by Michael Angarano. It's also got uh, Dave Foley, uh, Jim Rash, uh, Kevin McDonald. Um, I want to say Thomas Lennon might be in there. Anyway, it's so just got a, cat, a, a stacked cast, and it's really it's a really fun movie about uh, superheroes uh, and their their kid being in school in school at superhero school, and he doesn't fit in, and it goes from there. Wow, and, I never heard yeah. of it. I, 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 that's what I'm saying. That's how underrated it is. I still is think you may be both lying. And fucking <laughs> with us. It's just, it's weird to hear about a movie you've never heard of. It just feels made up. <laughs> it feels like you're it improvising really, a made up movie. It really does. But, uh, it's a fun movie. I really, uh, oh, I, recommend, it I recommend it. I'll put that down as my recommendation this <laughs> week. It's good old sky high. All right. Um, I just don't think it was that big of a hit with the youngsters when it came out. So then it never really hit with anybody except for nerds that just see everything, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. Guys on the board, Ricky, you're up first. Third build would be Aaron Eckhart and Robert Beltran. Oh gosh. Okay. This is really, yeah. good. um, no, uh, Aaron Eckhart and Robert Beltran. Okay. Yeah. Um, let me think if I can think of something Aaron Eckhart would be third build in. Uh, no, I don't have anything. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Those are, that's hard. That's hard. Uh, none. Uh, once again, I have no idea who that second name is. Really makes it hard when you don't know, when you've never heard of the second actor. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, thank you for not smoking uh, gun. <laughs> <laughs> I Dark Knight Rises Red. Or Smoking Aces 2. <laughs> uh, but that's incorrect. <laughs> Guy, any idea? Um, the only thing I could think of where Aaron Eckert might be third build is Aaron Brockovich, 
So I'm going to say it's Aaron Braca, the Vich, the Angie <laughs> Taylor Joy movie. Oh, I forgot the billing part again. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Aaron Braca, Vich. Um, but definitely creativity points on that one. Here's second build, Ricky. Okay. Heath Ledger and Kelly Maroney. Um, the second part's hard. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Dark Knight. There's like how many night movies? You know, Night of the Living, Dark Night of the Living Dead. No, but I love that guess. Oh, I thank love you. it very much. Ron Iron. So it can be like night spelled differently, right? Yeah, the spelling I don't care about. Okay. Um, and who are the I'm sorry, who are the other two actors from the second one? Uh Robert Beltran and Kelly Maroney. The Dark Knight moves. I like it. The, the Night Moves was actually like a seventies movie with uh, Gene Hackman that which uh I just tried to pick a movie. I tried to pick a movie that I don't know anyone in since I don't know any of those actors. Right. <laughs> I have to pick a movie I don't know about. <laughs> yeah. No, that was the, uh, you, uh, your strategy was correct, but it's a different movie you don't know mm. about. <laughs> Does Guy have a. Uh, I'm nothing good. I'm yes. Dark Night, Night Moves. Dark Night Moves? Yes. Night Moves is some movie from the 80s. I don't remember what it was about. No, that's that was, what I just said. That's uh, what he just said. He just said. I'm yeah. sorry. And did she and did Ricky say Night of the Living Dead? Yes. Yeah. And my ability to think of movies that I did not hear in the last three minutes is not. <laughs> All right. I'm going to say it's what dark. Find out you're not listening. Man. I'm going to say it's dark night and day. And the, oh. star, the stars of night and day. Who was in night and Tom day? And Cameron Diaz. Um, yes, I'm saying Cameron Diaz was fourth build in night and day <laughs> after Robert Beltran. <laughs> Incorrect. My next uh, answer is going to be South Pacific. <laughs> all right, Ricky. I don't know if this is going to help you or not. All right, let's but see. Christian Bale. And Catherine Mary Stewart. Um, I'm going to say Dark Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, another great guess. That's not right. All right. <laughs> Such a great guess, though. Thank you. <laughs> well done. That's top billing, Mary Stewart. Yeah, Catherine Mary Stewart pulled out the number one slot in a motion picture. Right. Um... Um, it's a tricky uh, one yeah I know this is it's tough I don't know any of those actors on the second one um, the dark oh, so Mary I was just Stewart? thinking today sorry to interrupt but I was just thinking today this is just such a weird live moment I was just thinking today about how this horrible storm's hitting. Wouldn't it be weird if we got a California earthquake? What's happening right oh, now? Oh my god, I just oh, no. that. Oh, having no. an earthquake. Holy in California. Crap. That was weird. I was like, am I making this up? Yeah. And now I got the, my emergency alerts going off. Whoa, yeah, we just had it. That was so weird. Yeah. 
But I was just thinking today about how, like, the way things go these days, wouldn't that be fucked up if there was an <laughs> earthquake the same day as a hurricane in California? <laughs> Everybody well, you know, that doesn't live here is so <laughs> is having such a laugh right now. They're Have you ever had home. earthquake live on the podcast before? <laughs> uh-uh, I've hardly done an earthquake live on anything. Wow. I've been like in a comedy club off stage during a quake one time. And every other time, earthquakes tend to happen like middle of the night, early in the morning. I've, I've found living in Southern California for as long as I have. But anyway, back you to were, you. You were so I, polite in your interruption. You're like, I'm sorry to interrupt. But yeah. the world is crumbling right now. Because <laughs> well, also, I mean, this recording isn't live live. You right. know what I mean? So we could just take all of this out. <laughs> I could have just screamed, it's an earthquake. But also, it's raining outside, so I'm not going outside anyway. <laughs> But that was really, really weird. Oh, and also the show Big Brother is taping uh, right now and they have the cams on. So I wonder if uh, they're good. They must notice it because they're in the valley. So oh. they must uh, be hit with it any minute now because they're it's on like a delay. And it's been like three or four minutes since it happened, right? You guys, just a second. Somebody's knocking on my door. Give me just a moment or something. Wow. Excuse me. Everything's happening. I wonder if the person knocking on his door is earthquake related. Like, did you feel that? I bet it is. Because people love to ask somebody else if they felt it. That was the most exciting part of it for me was that I just, you know, knew that Ricky and Guy were probably feeling it as well. And we're all in different parts of uh, L.A. It was so weird. (laughs) Cause did you not notice it until I started saying it was happening? No, I felt it. And then I was like, is that what I'm feeling? Or is yeah. that a hurricane? I didn't know if it was winds. Right. I was like, is the house like shaking a little? Cause it's an old house. I didn't know. I'm I'm so sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. What happened? It was a delivery person who was at the wrong address. No one looks at the physical addresses on things anymore. They just go to where the GPS takes them. And it makes me very mad. I'm an old mad person. Well, maybe the earthquake just pushed him. <laughs> yeah, you just stumbled into your door, or maybe uh, was asking for shelter. <laughs> I, you know, God bless the guy for even trying to get a package somewhere in the rain on a Sunday. He <laughs> should get a job at Chick Fil A and stay home. All right, All right here's my here's what my. What was guess. happening when we were uh, interrupted rudely by an earthquake? <laughs> I was I was about to have a wrong guess for this. Okay, so. Nightmare Alley is a remake. I've never seen the original, but since oh, I don't okay. know any of the actors, I'll go with that. The Dark Nightmare Alley. That's fun. I, I really... <laughs> Sounds like I'm correct from your tone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, let me get the let me get the, the noise. I um uh, I I liked all your guesses very much, but I think I overestimated in preparing for today. Like the, you know, I I, I thought Sky High was like a pretty popular more popular than i thought it was and same about this one the full title is the dark night of the comet and it's night of the comet is another one that i would recommend if uh, for those who haven't seen it it's kind of a low budge uh science fictiony horror you know kind of uh it's one of those uh dystopian you know um downtown la is deserted so they shot they got really cool shots of downtown LA when, you know, nobody's there. And, uh, it's a, it's a pretty enjoyable movie. I haven't seen it in a while, but, uh, all I knew, 
All I knew was that Robert Beltran was Chakotay from Star Trek Voyager. So I was trying to think of things with Native Americans in them, and I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, and he his other big claim to fame is he played the uh, the title character in a movie called Eating Raul. Oh, and it was about this couple who, um, you know, uh, Mary Warrenov and her husband, whose name escapes me right now, but uh, it's about this couple who invite this guy over, and their their whole plan is to you know eat him. <laughs> and it's a comedy. It's um, like rope, but worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so nobody got a point on that one, and uh, I haven't felt any uh, aftershocks, so I feel reasonably uh, safe at this juncture to uh, continue on with the game. Is everybody all right? Yes. Still in the closet. I'm fine. Renan, are you jealous <laughs> of all this activity we're having? I've been shaking around here just to feel connected. Okay, to all. yeah. <laughs> just to fit in like an Xbox uh, theater where you sit in a chair and it shakes around and you're supposed to go, wow, I really feel like I'm there. Okay. Um, good luck to everybody because uh, these are tougher than I thought they were. And uh, Ricky, you get to go first again. Oh, man. Can you quickly make up an easy one? <laughs> no? Okay. I like to think that the, the tiebreaker is easy just because I want to make sure we had a winner. But so far, Guy has taken this thing. So you have to get you have to get on the board and uh, we can go through the third build quickly because I really don't think anybody's going to no bells are going to start ringing until the second build people. So third build are Thomas Mitchell and Graham Green. Pass. Exactly. <laughs> Renan. Pass. Guy. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, I, uh, um, are you familiar with either of them? Yes. Graham Green. I'm assuming, uh, actually I'm going to hold on to it so that I don't get, okay. I'm going to wait for the second one. going to wait for the second okay. one. All right. Uh, here we go. Ricky second bills are Vivian Lee and Jeremy Renner. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. Gone with the wind river. That is yes. correct. Yay. Look at that. Wow. I, can, I just don't know what's happening today. I thought <laughs> that one was going to be really tough. And then look what happened. First build, Clark Gable and Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, not of the twins. She's just, uh, she's probably got twice the talent because she's all one person. <laughs> really good movie. Wind River is really good. Right. Like yeah, really, yeah. really good underrated movie. And Graham Greene is like, the, is he's a go-to um, Native American, you know, Native actor. American yeah. actor. Like, like he really uh, fills that role frequently. Twilight movies <laughs> turned <laughs> in turned into a wolf in those. Okay, um, so that puts Ricky on the board, and so we got to do something about this because <laughs> we have a, a tie between. Guy and Ricky, and thank you so much for being here today, Renan. I uh, appreciate it. Oh yeah, and we'll we'll get your uh, plugs and whatnot in uh, in a few minutes. Okay, cool. Yeah, it was it was, uh, it was an honor. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> taking a lifetime achievement award for some reason. Um, <laughs> I want to thank my parents. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you win the Douglas Movies Achievement Award. That's what I give to everybody <laughs> to the who's on a guest for an entire episode. <laughs> I usually don't 
I've only lost guests mid episode a few times. Okay. Um, which Ricky quick question. I was yeah. thinking recently about the times that I've been at a Broadway show and either the famous lead person didn't go on at all. And I, you know, and you don't know about it till pretty much day of, or I've also seen, uh, someone else just come out on stage like an actor replaced mid show i've seen it three times and oh, wow. two of them were on the same day oh, or the same wow. no 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 they were day, back to back day, day, like like one was strange loop right in the middle and one was beetlejuice uh right in the middle and who who are the were the lead in each case uh the lead and then someone else oh wait wait no i'm i can't remember but i remember it happening twice in a row and then I saw it in Into the Woods in Los Angeles, and it was the um, the witch character. She just dipped partway through the show? Yeah, halfway through. Probably what? vocal issues, probably. Yeah, who That's knows? That's crazy. I know. Because if so they can't like, sing hope... those notes that they have to sing, I think they'd just rather just jump out because the understudies are always ready to go. Yeah, Strange Loop, it was the lead, and... Um, yeah, this guy had to come out at a moment's notice and do the lead in that like huge show and he was great but i was yeah i think that might have so been strange. like a i think that was a recurring issue with that show because that same thing happened to us when we saw it really uh that same guy like uh you know just part way into it which i was grateful to get to see a little bit of him because i'll never forget that you know when i saw wicked uh christian chenoweth wasn't in it Oh, damn. And <laughs> that was a bummer. <laughs> and when I saw MJ, that guy Miles Frost that won the Tony wasn't in it. Yeah. Wait, what if we saw the same performance of Strange Loop? Did well, what he if that was right actually part of the show? I think it happened a few times. I think <laughs> oh. what would happen. But did it happen right after be... Inner White Girl? Because that's when it happened in mine. How long into the show is that? Four songs, three songs. Maybe, yeah, might have been. I I feel like it was a little deeper into the show than that. How long of a break did they take before starting up again? Ten minutes. Oh yeah, we were at the same show. No, I don't think we were because I I would see your your Instagram would have pictures of you holding up the, your program. I don't Instagram in real time though. Oh you. I know. I was wondering <laughs> about all your travel pictures. Were like always like she's not there right now. <laughs> I'm a girl. Safety reasons. Weird things have happened. And so, yeah, I just put up yeah, things when I feel no, like it and I don't feel pressure to do it in real time. So we could have been at the same show. That's smart. That's so smart that you do it that way. But but I just mean, I feel like I, as friends, I would know if you were in New York at the same time, I would think. But I don't know. Because I usually text you about shows I'm seeing or something. But anyway, uh, here we go. To determine our winner, uh, who who went first in this game? Guy did, right? Mm -hmm. So, Guy, you're back in the driver's seat for the first round. Third build in this movie mashup title are Morris Day and Valeria Galino. Oh, um, this is uh, Purple Rain Man. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I would not have gotten it. That's the really easy one you were looking for, Ricky. I wouldn't have gotten it. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that's pretty. Which one did you know? I, mean, um, I guess Morris Day gives that away, right? Yeah, but also I remembered the Valeria Galino is that because we didn't get that many great Valeria Galino performances, but she was the lady in Rain Man. Yeah, and she was the lady in Big Top Pee Wee. Uh huh. And the kiss that she and Pee Wee Herman share might have been uh, 
somebody might have beaten it by now, but at the time was the longest movie kiss. Yeah. <laughs> I also thought you said Doris Day, so I was thrown. She was not in Purple Rain, I'm guessing. Doris Day uh, was not, but, you know, her talent probably was uh, inspirational to Prince and, and Apollonia and yes. everybody involved. Um, but that's a movie I watched one time with an audience uh, interruption style. And, it, it, you know, the concert scenes end up being, you know, a little bit too long. You know, there's not much to say about him writhing around having sex with his guitar. But um, but the dialogue scenes are it's just gold to uh, to talk during them because they're they're uh, they're quite awkward. <laughs> uh the people's emotion it's kind of like it reminds me a lot of showgirls the uh-huh. way that the actors have to do three or four emotions in like in 15 seconds <laughs> and nobody emotion. working on the movie realizes that's too much to ask of anybody and just looks crazy <laughs> um okay so congratulations to guy branham you get to uh do your plugs first Oh, well, um, my name is Guy Branham. You can follow me on all social media at Guy Branham. Um, and I don't have anything coming out because we're on strike. So watch Platonic on Apple Plus if you have not watched Platonic. Uh, I, you know, I think you're terrific on that show, as well, I've you. said before, but I'm also I'm anti-streamers. Uh, fair and i would say ricky ricky where can a person where can a person stream uh can you stream another period on paramount plus yes you can thank you for mentioning oh, no. that. Oh. yes you can if, it is on there now it's on if paramount you plus. if you want to see a, a a guy branham uh ricky lindholm reteam mm-hmm. uh i i worked for her on the very great show another period that uh, i think we are both very proud of yes we are i'm glad you are too i yeah i'm very proud of that yeah watch it I just got a a residual check for my appearance on that show. And on the check, it has, they write the name of the episode, you know, on the, on the, you know, paper attached to the check. And uh, the episode was called Sex Nickelodeon. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's right. (laughs) Beatrice makes an accidental sex Nickelodeon. (laughs) (laughs) It's an accident. This just happens. You slip and make a sex sex Nickelodeon. (laughs) And creeps like me and Steve Agee and Andy Kindler uh, show up. Okay. Um, Thank you, Guy Branham. Let's go to Renan Hirschberg. What would you like to plug, buddy? Um, just, uh, follow me on, uh, Instagram at Ron on comedy, R A A N A N comedy. And I'm, I'm touring every weekend for the next couple of months. So if you, there's a link in my bio there and you'll see where I am, Chicago, Tulsa, Vermont, a bunch of other places. So just, yeah. Ron on comedy. Give me a follow. Thank you, Ron. Thank you so much for having me. It was a lot of fun. Ricky Lindholm, another um, I'm period. I'm on Instagram at Ricky Lindholm. <laughs> I don't Instagram in real time though. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just... Another period on Paramount Plus and Wednesday on Netflix. But uh, I'm also on strike, so doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, just uh, you know, trying to get through this thing and get uh, all, all this stuff we deserve. Like you know, a great example. I was just talking about residuals. One of those shows that that one dummy Zaslav, uh, you know, one of the shows that he just you know buried. 
doesn't have to pay me residuals for my work on it anymore because it doesn't exist. Yeah. You know, it's such a, such a shitty move to save what ends up being, <laughs> you know, not that much money with, with the kind of money these guys make. Them deleting shit from the archive is like the worst thing. It makes me oh, so man. infuriating. Just yeah, to like it's just make things residuals. not accessible. It's a residual. How much was your dodge. another period check? Do you remember? Oh, stupid low. Like, a, you know, because I just was, you know, Eight one seven. scene in one episode. So like, yeah, they get pretty, pretty low. Well, it's everybody really made the same because it was such a low budget show. So. I probably got the same amount. Yeah. Well, I tell you the, um, the, uh, like, you know, I've done shows where like I've done multiple episodes. And so it's really aggravating when you'll get like 30 checks in the mail. And it's all from the same show and they're all for a penny. You know, it's just like, <laughs> come on, you guys. It's sad to just not send you those. <laughs> yeah. Or just send one check for 30 cents. It'd still be very sad, but yeah. Like, it's really like a weird lottery when you when I get, you know, checks because it's like, you know, some of them actually still can be decent, but it's it's a lot of, you know, little pennies. There used to be a bar in the valley called Residuals. And uh, <laughs> if you went in there with a residual check that was like, I think it was like under a dollar or something, they would like, you know, give you one free drink. Mm. And, uh, you know, they stopped that policy after a year or two because... <laughs> You know, it's just like you could just get one free drink every time you went in there if you're a working actor because the tiny checks just keep rolling in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who did, did I talk to everybody? Yes. Yeah. Um, here's my plugs. Douglas Movies is coming to the Brea Improv on August 31st in Brea, California. That's a Thursday night before Labor Day weekend. And then we're back at Dynasty Typewriter on September 16th at... 420 and uh oh guy do you think there's a chance you can join us again next sunday uh, uh same that time same zoom thing i, I would love to <laughs> all right uh, so that's a that's a semi that's a uh you would love to and we'll but we'll double check and reconfirm awesome uh later and um i always end every episode with uh the last line from a motion picture and uh, today I chose uh, the movie that Guy knew immediately, South Pacific, <laughs> from 1958. So, as always, Papa! Papa! Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of Gold is viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart.